Welcome, everybody. Dominic Neshi and the team. We have Tiffy, the lovely Tiffy, who's normally hosting these things. And thank you for jumping and joining today. And then the infamous. <laughs> the infamous Ewan Morden. You are an industry icon. Uh, everybody in real estate, at least in Sydney and New South Wales, would know you. Certainly nationwide, you'd have the respect and adoration inside the industry. You have eight, eight offices. Eight offices, yeah. And thousands of management. Thousands. Thousands. Oh, yeah. 3,700. Nuts. Mm. And I mean, thank you very much for taking time out of your day to come and you know talk to us about all things property management, talk a little bit about COVID and mm. just to help arm the people out there and, and, and prepare a little more for what we're currently facing. Because mm. we talk pretty regularly and you always give me some insightful information. I thought, pause, pause, pause. Let's just save this. I want to have this chat live so other people can hear. Mm. So, I mean... Without further ado, mm. do you want to do you want to chat a little bit about COVID? What your experiences have been to date, and how how things are going for you and your offices? Yeah, I mean, COVID's been a very big challenge uh, from a property management, I mean, real estate across the board, big challenge. But for property management, uh, we've seen lots of things happen that we've never seen before. So when the shutdowns occurred, uh, open for inspections stopped the. Uh, leasing inquiry collapsed. So, and it collapsed as in we, we track all this sort of stuff. We, we would get four to 5,000 tenant inquiries a month and it went to nothing. So that was a little concerning. Um, what we, one of our uh, measures is we lease over 30 uh, properties a week. So if we're above that, that's okay. Um, sometimes it's a lot higher than that, but we don't like to be below that. And what happened was we dropped down to 13s, 15s, those types of numbers. So you sort of uh, have that concern of like, okay, what does that mean? You know, and, and like everybody, we went into our COVID huddle and had our plan and we estimated that leasing would drop by 60%. Uh, and we also felt that management fees uh, would drop by 20% based on rents dropping. And that would put our business under a lot of pressure. Uh, that's not even talking about the sales. We can come back to that later. Um, so I think it's one thing, what I, what I've learned lots of stuff. One of the things is to have your spreadsheet of uh, what's gonna happen, the actual execution of the strategy to keep the people going who have to deal with things is completely different. So the way I describe it is week one was tenants yelling at us uh, about or demanding uh, rent decreases uh, and they didn't deserve them because they hadn't actually experienced any hardship. So that, that was sort of reasonably easy to sort out once we got there because everybody sent them the hardship form and that got rid of most of them. The next week was actually tenants crying mm. because hardship had started to uh, come in and distressed people um, not knowing what to do and combine that with landlords crying. Yeah. So a lot of landlords, um, and there's been a lot of work with the Real Estate Institute of New South Wales to lobby the government about this. Everyone was concentrating on the hardship of tenants, but the majority of landlords own one property and they're doing their best to save for their future and a tenant not paying the rent and having a mortgage was going to put them under savage distress. So we had that. Um, and our teams had to deal with that. So in COVID, everyone was talking about, um, 
you know, that you would end up with less work because you had less business. But for real estate, we actually ended up with more work because we had more people emoting at us. So we had to, we had to deal with, with all of that. Um, and we sort of felt like we were uh, settling into a routine. But last week, um, I thought we potentially have a new problem, which is tenants that are getting into hardship, but don't necessarily know what to do about that. And in fact, the people who rang us up in week two crying actually were the organized ones who were taking proactive steps to resolve their situation, where the feeling was uh, people are either not paying their rent because they don't feel that they need to. Mm. So all the new regulations have certainly um, spurred on a certain attitude from tenants about not having to pay their rent. And to a certain extent, they don't. If they can prove hardship, it's a, it's a much longer process. So certain bolshiness that came out of that and also people who um, actually I think were uh, who are getting themselves into situations they're not sure what to do with. So we've seen our rent arrears go up a lot combined with a high vacancy. So uh, because of the restrictions on COVID, a lot of tenants have stopped you coming in. So for example, normally you get 21 days notice that someone's moving out so you start your marketing process and the whole goal is to try and have a tenant move in as soon as the other one moves out but with tenants stopping those inspections it means we can't actually get access to the place so in some cases we're only being able to do inspections once it's vacant so that's pushing vacancy out and of course, from our point of view as a business, that affects our management fee. So we're really, uh, particularly this week is all about getting to really understand where our tenants are at. We've become very proactive. Uh, we have tenant direct debits, which is where we go and take the money from their account. But they've been bouncing like tennis balls over the last uh, couple of weeks, which is a phenomenon I'd never seen, which means that they basically don't have the money in the account. So where we're going to is like, okay, deep relationship with your tenants, not not getting super bossy and mm. telling them, you know, this is the rules, more about, uh, okay, what's really going on? Uh, where are you at? Can you pay the rent? What rent can you pay? Uh, tenants who are getting into hardship who start a rent negotiation and then decide that they will stop paying rent until that negotiation is resolved. And those negotiations can take a period of time and they can't actually do that. You've got to keep paying your rent. So a lot of complexity that's sitting around. And, and I suppose what I'm looking for is to see, are we just having a moment? Uh, the, the renting is coming back. So we're back to 30 plus uh, leases a week. Uh, we're doing it very differently now. Um, but you think, okay, things are renting. We are seeing rents come off uh, in uh, low value or middle value markets. It seems to be all right. Yep. You know, high end, smashed. Wow. So, oh, yes, we, we definitely had a, you know, expensive tenants moving to cheaper places. We've definitely had that. Um, yeah, a lot of pressure up in that end of the market. And really the, the and, and you've got the other thing is the Airbnb. Oh, they've all jumped back onto yeah, the market. Exactly. Yeah. So that's pushed stock levels right up. And those properties tend to be higher end. So that's had an effect. So we sort of have this whole, um, I call it, you know, this bucket of stuff that's swilling around. And we're trying to work, trying to make sense of that and see where it's going. So this week we'll, we'll um, um, you know, see if we can get our rears down. Um, I think the vacancy will sort itself out. But everyone, landlords in particular, just going to have to be, um, circumspect about what rent they get. I always say to a landlord, you know, do a six month lease. It's, it's, it's not like you, when you accept a low rent, you're not doing it forever. It's only for a period of time. 
and you may be better you're better off to have a tenant than no tenant but i think now that we swung back to more normal open for inspections or getting back to normal everyone's getting used to it um we just got to absorb the stock that's that's come up so it could be just a couple of months of flux so but we're not sure it sounds like You've gone through the ringer there. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> ringer. <laughs> so it sounds like you you and your team have leaded, needed a lot of emotional intelligence to manage. Oh, massive. Manage both sides of the equation. Yeah. And also a high degree of professionalism to be able to simmer down the emotions like the high, the turbulent, the cries yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But then also be very, very aware of what the legal boundaries are and keeping people within those parameters, which has been vitally important. Well done on navigating that so far. Well, we're, we're still doing it. Like uh, last week, we're like, we had a few of our team where I thought, you know what, they're going over the edge. Yeah. Like you could see frozen moment where people freeze. It's like as though they can't even move a pen from one side of the desk to the other because they're just getting so overwhelmed with yeah. the um the responsibility and i've been giving them lectures on what our job as an agent is it's, it's not to buy into the emotion that's not our job our job is to provide good information to clients so then they can make a decision so you know we had a landlord the other day who you know refused to negotiate his rent he actually had a tenant who was genuinely in hardship and had followed the whole process the tenant the landlord refused to budge we were like I really think you should budge because, you know, but he didn't. And so then the tenant goes, well, actually, I've done a bit of research now and I know that because I can prove hardship, which I've done, I don't need to pay the rent. You can't get rid of me for 60 days. So I'm not paying you a thing. Have fun with that one. Have fun with that one. Yeah. So it's like suck on that. And yeah. it's like, well, <laughs> yeah, there's so, there's so, so, you know, but, but as I said, the landlord's entitled to make the decisions he wants to make. It's his decision. And so the consequence that comes from that, that's his consequence. Now he's got no, <laughs> no rent. So don't get caught up in that. So we found our team was getting too anxious and too worked up about some of these decisions that we, people were making on both sides of the fence. And I was like, no, no, it's not your job to do that. Your job is to provide the information and let them make the call. Now, if they make a bad call, obviously it's our job to do our very best to avoid that. But if they insist on doing it, it's their consequence, not yours. So therefore, separate yourself from it. So, sorry to interrupt you. If you saw you, you're ready to jump in as well. But what are what are some of the good calls that you're seeing in this market? So, for instance, for all of our clients that have tenants and they are landlords, mm. where's that safe middle ground for many of them? Should they be coming to the table with an aggressive rent uh, reduction or if they've got a property that they're about to rent out? Can you talk a little bit about well, that? Well, the way we've taken the we, – we've upped our communication with our landlords massively. In, in some cases, it's actually every week we are writing to them with what the strategy for the week is. So on top of your pod, you, you do your own um, weekly or monthly update as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. yeah. I mean, once, not to this level of professionalism, <laughs> but I'm quite inspired. Actually, I think maybe I should. Um, but yeah, it's making them and and yeah. You know, for example, we're saying to a lot of clients, uh, landlord clients, is okay if we have not come to you yet, it's because your tenant has not requested a rent reduction. So stay calm. You don't have to do anything until we approach you, but think about it. So start doing your numbers, start looking at your mortgage, look at your outgoings, look at your, you know, cut your, your spending, 
what is your, you know, how low can your rent go mm. uh, and you're going to still be okay? So just have that thought process so that when we come to talk to you about it, we know what your range is and also you have emotionally processed that. What we have found is that if you are fast on dealing with rent reductions, you get a better outcome as in the rent may not be reduced as much because the tenant doesn't have a have time to get angry at you mm. or we do a rent deferment. So that's what, that's what we've been trying to do is like, look, you still have a lease, you have an obligation. You know, it's like that whole thing, do you believe in the rule of law or not? Mm. Right? And there was a little moment there in COVID time where I think everyone was like, I'm going down to rob the 7-Eleven. No one's going to arrest me. <laughs> no, I think everyone had that moment. It's like, no, hold on. We're a civilised society here with laws. Yeah. So we have a tenancy agreement. It's a serious piece of legislation, a serious document. You have an obligation to that. So, you know, either let's work through how we can keep you there, but also get you through this. So we've had quite a lot of rent deferment. So they still have to make it up later, mm. but we're like what the banks are doing, you mm. know, sort of sort of do it. So sort of combination of those types of things. That's, that's good yeah. prudent advice in my mind. So being fast, being Be aware fast. that yeah. something may happen yeah. and, and, be aware of where you're break even or how low can you go for yep. a time. So what, how much can you negotiate? And then, and then think about deferment. It's not necessarily no rent, but can you, what does deferment mean exactly? Is that just so deferment mean, it? Yeah, or? yeah. Well, you might say, okay, um, you can reduce your rent by 30%, but you've got to pay it through a payment plan in three months' time. Okay. So we might increase your rent, you know, things like that. Or we'll increase your, we'll drop your rent by, you know, $50 a week for two months and then it goes back to normal. So sort of, sort of trying to put end dates to these things so it doesn't go on and on. I think what everybody needs to be really conscious of is that we're still in the middle of it mm. and some people would argue we might be at the beginning of it. Yeah. So last week when I was watching the rent arrears and watching these tenant direct debits bouncing, I'm going, well, what's, what's happening here? Uh, are we actually, is there more hardship out there that is now hitting us? And what's going to happen in September when JobKeeper and uh, all the support ends? Uh, or is it going to continue? I mean, there's an article in the paper today about our the record deficit that we've ever had. I, I don't know if the government can keep rolling up 130 billion every time to keep us all in a job. So when we get to that, what's the economic situation of that going to be? And is that actually when it's really going to hit? Mm. So even you can even feel it out there where people are like, you know, oh yes, no, I've got JobKeeper or yes, I can relax a bit. That's where I think the real issue is. And I think landlords need to be conscious of that where that that thought process of what's the lowest that I need to 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 keep my investment going, this may not be a decision they make now, but it actually could be a decision they make in September and October. We're not really sure how that's going going to go. Yeah, I I have my own experience. So I have a few properties overseas. Yeah, and one of them was empty. I was changing tenants, and this is in New Zealand when they went to level four restrictions. So there mm. were no showings. I couldn't rent out this property. So I had it vacant for a month. 
and I decided to cut my losses. That was my strategy. So I put my rent down significantly. So this was a, a, a huge house. I was renting it out to social housing and it went to rent arrears. And basically I, I dropped the rent from $520 per week to $465. And I'm mm. like, I'm happy to do that. Suddenly I had a lot of demand and everyone was checking the house online and being ready to check it out the first day it was Tuesday last week or the week before where they they went to level three restrictions again. It's like first day of level three restrictions, someone was checking it in, next day was moving in, right? Yeah. But that's because it's demand and supply. And I was happy to put the rent down. I'd rather cut my losses and have less money every week than have an empty house, right? Yeah. And there was someone needing that house as well, right? So uh, as a landlord, I want to make sure that I'm not, if someone is going through hard times, and I can deal with a little bit less money, it's not gonna be for the rest of my life. In fact, in the city where we rent, it's not six months or one year leases, it's just month on month, right? Mm -hmm. So if this in a year gets better, then the rent can go up, right? And you can discuss with your tenants. And one of the things I, I asked my um, property manager to do, and I know it was a lot of hard work for them, was why don't you check in with the tenant and see if any of them are going through hard times? And actually they weren't. They all said that they were doing okay. But they, I, I wanted to be uh, on the safe side that if one of them told me I'm facing hardship, I, I start having that conversation sooner rather than later. I don't mm. want to be surprised by it, mm. right? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. And I think we have had landlords who've rung up and said, knock 50 bucks off the rent and do it now, mm. right? Just, yeah. and some of it's come from a good place yeah. as in I want to support people. But it's like in the beginning of COVID, you know, it's like we're all a community, uh, we're all working together, we're all going to suffer together, right? But now that we're moving through it, I think human nature being as it is, then people move into an angry phase of like, I don't know why I'm suffering, I want yeah. someone else to suffer. So it's it's negotiating all of these complex psychology of doing it. So I think, um, you know, a, a, there's been a lot of generosity mm. Um but also at the end of the day, when people lose their jobs and, and this sort of thing, I think generosity can can dry up. So that's it why goes so far. Yeah. So far. And that's why I think you've just got to think about your situation. If you can get through it, like you made that decision because you need to have a tenant and it was the wise decision to do. Mm. And and I would say at the moment to most landlords, try and avoid being vacant if you can. So we're doing a lot of the tenant gives notice mm -hmm. and we're like, why are you moving? Well, because I can go and get something cheaper. Okay, well, let's renegotiate what you've got. So there's quite a bit of that going on, which I think is quite prudent in order to make yeah. sure properties don't actually come to the market. So let me ask you then, if, if you are a landlord now renting out a property, what type of property would you want to be renting out? Like what kind of property, if you were an investor now and you, yeah. and you had the choice of having something that's multi-million or something that's down, you know, a bit cheaper what what types of properties do you see being the most rented or easier to rent well the or the people who are less the least affected so interestingly we've got offices in penrith yeah. and an office in wentworth point um and they are more um uh, average rents i suppose or more mainstream and certainly penrith is plowing along fine yeah uh, so I, I think if you're going to have an investment property and you want to make sure that you don't get issues like we're facing now i think being median priced in areas that people like 
I was trying to say the, the average person, but I was, yeah, trying, to yeah, about, yeah, I was yeah. trying to make it not sound so so it's bad. Aware of socioeconomic. Yeah, yeah, I was like, yeah. you know, where, where you've got most of Australia living, buy there. Yeah. Uh, whereas the top end, you can do very well out of that. You definitely can do very well out of that. But it is a lot more, um, from a capital gain point of view, you probably do very well out so, of that if you get your timing right. Uh, but certainly from a rental return, you're a lot more um, uh, vulnerable. And you do see that. Like you see the, the high end. It's, it's actually even seasonal. Like we, yeah. we've got an office in the CBD and we really don't like leasing things in winter. Uh, really, <laughs> we want summer because everyone's happy to look at the harbour then, uh, you know, and you, and you tend to do, do better. So, yeah. Well, Ewan, thank you very much for coming on the show today. Oh, it's a pleasure. It was so quick. I, I can't believe we have I to know. wrap up the show so I fast. I could talk all day. So I could, could I. I feel like we've only scratched the surface <laughs> just, here. I, and and I, I, I think we've literally just scratched the, the top two lines of this. <laughs> so, you know, we might have to have you back on the show again Anytime. if that's okay. Anytime. We've got the social distancing rules yeah, here. We're, yeah. we're more than a few yeah. feet apart. And, Dom, um, before we go, I do want to say something to our audience. Please do. Uh, I think this particular episode was very unique. And there's a lot that you might have heard that you haven't heard before. So if you think that you have taken value out of it or you have friends and family who could take out of listening to this podcast, please share it with them. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. So again, as Tippy said, if you find value in this, share it with all of your friends. Um, ask us plenty of questions as well because you and I talk pretty regularly. Yeah. And if you do have questions, we'll have him back on the show and he will answer them for us. Massively. Um, and... Again, thank you. It's good to see you all and we'll catch you all later. Have a good day. Thank you. Great. That's a wrap. Well, that's, this is so much fun. <laughs>